Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 37th episode of Five Questions with Dan Shaw Bell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is former Saturday Night Live star, comedian, and author Chris Kattan. Born in Culver City, California, Chris had an unusual upbringing. His father was an actor, his mother was a model, and his stepfather was a monk. He was raised on a Zen retreat outside of L.A. and lived in Bainbridge Island, Washington, where he attended high school. Chris was a member of the improv comedy group The Groundlings in L.A., then moved to New York City to work on SNL from 1996 to 2003. With fellow SNL cast member Will Farrell, he starred in the hit 1998 film A Night at the Roxbury. Chris has also appeared in many other films, including Hotel Transylvania 2, Superbad, and Undercover Brother. In 2017, he was a contestant on Dancing with the Stars, and in 2018, he reunited with SNL alumni at The Tonight Show. His new memoir is called Baby Don't Hurt Me. What lessons did you learn from your dad, who's also in your industry? Well, he, he was my best friend, so he made me laugh more than anybody. He really did. He still does. But he taught me most everything about comedy. One of them is he taught me the roots of comedy and how important they were. Without saying it, he had such impeccable taste when it came to comedy. Uh, his favorite movies were, you know, like he would love, like for example, he loved Marx Brothers, he loved Buster Keaton, Chaplin, W.C. Fields, The Road Pictures, you know. He had great taste, you know. And um, even growing up, you know, watching comedy uh, that was happening at that moment, too. He loved, like, Eddie Murphy and Steve Martin. He just had great taste. But uh, if it weren't for my father, you know, I wouldn't have known anything about that comedy stuff. You know, it was neat to know, like, I mean, I don't know if you're a big Marx Brothers fan or Chaplin or whatever, but, uh, like, he knew the specific ones. Like, he knew that uh, the general was better than Sherlock Jr., you know, when it came to Keaton, or he knew that A Day at the Races and Night of the Opera was better than At the Circus, you know, stuff like that. You've had some big milestones in your career. Which, to you, is the most important milestone, and what did it mean to you? The important milestone in my life? Well, geez, I don't know. Could it, I was on a flight with Destiny's Child once. <laughs> um, SNL. Well, SNL was certainly my biggest milestone. I mean, that was a dream come true for me. How did you prepare mentally and emotionally for your first few SNL sketches? Well, uh, that's uh, well. In the book, I describe how that happened, but I wasn't. I didn't get the when I auditioned. I didn't get it along with Will Ferrell and Sherry and Terry. They got it, um, but I got it later in the same season that they started. But later on, like six weeks before the end of the season, so I was kind of. I was so disappointed and bummed out that I didn't get it that when I was hired, I was thrown in immediately to the show. Like I had a couple days, like to come to New York and start the next week. And I think I didn't have any time to to prepare mentally, really. And I think that worked in my favor. 
because uh, I'm one of those people where their mind just keeps going and overthinks, and that can really, you know, kill you. Your mind can really kill you if you think too much. And uh, I didn't have time to do that. And I think that was what really uh, helped me out as a performer and to do uh, as well as I did in the beginning of Sunday Night Live. Yeah, how important is comedy to our culture today? And how has it changed since you first were a comedian back in the day? Comedy is absolutely, it's, it's, it's detrimental, honestly. It really is, especially nowadays. And it always has been. I always think that, I always thought in a weird way, like if there was an apocalyptic moment or something, so I think we really need to laugh. We're going to need to laugh anytime, you know, honestly. I think laughter is something that is needed all the time, constantly. Just like music, you know, I think it's just it's important. What was the biggest obstacle you had in your career and how did you overcome it? Uh, once there was a huge uh, door that I couldn't unlock. No, I'm joking. Uh, there was, uh, well, that would probably be my injury that happened on Saturday Night Live. Um, that was a that was pretty big, yeah, that was a huge obstacle, you know, and had five surgeries along with that. And that really was a huge setback in my life and prevented me from working. And, you know, uh, and of course, pill addiction came along with uh, came along with that. And that was a huge setback, you know. But um, I'm really, really happy to say that I'm doing great and I'm doing stand-up now, which I never did before. And I'm clear-headed and I have a lot of support. So it was a dark, it was a dark time for me, you know. and. Um, you know, but I think a lot of people, you know, it's part of life. Everybody has their dark times and highlights and low, you know, low times. And uh, my book has, my book, I would say, is more about a comedian than it is about comedy, you know. And uh, I think why, that's what people like about it. And what's your best piece of career advice? I would say to trust your instincts. Trust your instincts and don't let anybody get you down. Take everybody's thoughts and listen to everybody's considerations but take it with a grain of salt because you know yourself better than anybody else does thank you so much for sharing your wisdom chris to follow his journey you can read his book baby don't hurt me and find him on twitter and instagram where he shares his appearances news memories and latest jokes we hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com review now.